What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listen to another episode of Six Friend of Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, y'all? What's going on? What's happening in? What's brag? What's smack? What's popping? Hey, man, I ain't gonna hold you, dog. I'm gonna be real with you. <clears throat> I'm gonna jump right into this episode. Um, <clears throat> you get nervous, you have anxiety, I think. That's like something like everybody has, right? I think, I don't even know. Like, what's the, hold on, dog. I got my laptop right here. Hold up, wait a minute. I don't even know. I'll be right back. Break. All right, man. I I know I get nervous. I know I get tired. Um, I know I get anxiety. I know I get all these things. I w- I wanted to come holler at you guys because you know what, dog? I'm gonna be real with you. It's been a while since I've talked about something like this. It's been a while since I've even even discussed even these matters on my show. But mental health is real, bro, and it's something that I need to tap back in with you guys about because again, it's something I haven't talked to you guys about. So you know what this is. You know what this ain't. This is six minute podcast. I am your five foot nine host, Uncle Puche. You know what it is. No it ain't no i'm just kidding but this ain't not a podcast this is a, a conversation you mean you we sitting down at dinner table dog we breaking bread because i'm your uncle and uh, you come to me because you want some advice you know what i'm saying and i know you like man what type of advice i want from this guy i'm not coming to ask guy. i want some good advice no 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 you come to me because you want the realist advice thank you so very much so yeah man um <clears throat> i'm gonna jump right into it dog i haven't really spoken about <clears throat> mental health or just um, like how I feel mentally in a very long time, which is weird to me because realistically, dog, this is why I started this show. Like, this is why I started this whole thing a long time ago. And it's like <clears throat> crazy how things evolve, like things have to evolve, obviously. Like, you hear me say this often or you haven't heard me say this often, but you must evolve or revolve. Evolving or revolving. Which one are we doing? Are we going over and over again or are we turning it to something different? I don't know. You tell me. But yeah, <clears throat> my show obviously started off as something that was to help me with my mental health issues and my anxiety-driven issues and my anxiety-driven um uh, reactions and stuff because unbeknownst to many of you, your uncle used to be a very, very huge mental wreck. <clears throat> yep, yep, your uncle, very much huge mental wreck. Can you believe that? Oh man, nope, nope, can't believe that. Uh, of course, you can't. Yeah, man, I was a head case, bad case, bro, had problems. Nah, but seriously, I was just like any human. Um, but I feel like for me personally, I always felt some form of a <clears throat> like survival's remorse or survival's guilt or something like that that always played out to never be inspiring but only like uninspiring <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that makes sense to any of you listening if it does cool if it doesn't hey man it is what it is um but no i know <clears throat> for myself personally just reviewing my life and reviewing like i you know things i feel like i like was able to obtain or even go through i never was able to fully accept like the positive sides of it i always took it in and um 
internalized it negatively. Now, why I did that, I have no idea. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Yeah, people are people, right? And they're crazy. Don't even know why you did something. That's a wild feeling to not really know why you did something. Really, really wild feeling. Anyways, um, <clears throat> back on anxiety. When you think about anxiety as a human, right? Or that's your weird to say. Well, if you think about anxiety in general, right? It's like <clears throat> the basis of it is being nervous. And now <clears throat> reviewing my my thoughts on mental health, knowing that I wasn't just nervous, but I was a multitude of other things is like super disheartening, but also like eye opening. So allow me to stop trying to be so fucking convoluted. What I'm trying to say is, is that a lot of men need help. <laughs> a lot of grown men need help. Now, I know you've heard me say this before about not um, needing to motivate another grown man and get your ass up and all this. I still stand by that. I do. I do, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. But no, I do also understand that men need assistance. You need assistance. Um, and women need assistance too. But as y'all have heard me say multiple times on this show, this ain't me being a male chauvinist. This is just me showing you that I ain't never been a woman. So generally, I'm only speaking from a male's perspective. But um, a lot of men do need help, y'all. You know, a lot of men need help. A lot of men need a... Um, I don't even know what to call it, really. Um, I mean, I think I already called it help and assistance. But in the form of why I'm saying this with anxiety is that a lot of men need help breaking down their anxiety, their nervousness, their unsureness, their um, lack of confidence. Like, it's hard. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm not choking up crying, I'm, I swear. But it's hard um, being a man in general. I'm not even going to say, like, just being a black man, because, Lord Jesus, I know it's hard being a black man. My brothers, my brothers, ain't it difficult? But <clears throat> since your uncle is a man of the people, for the people, and by the people, I'm going to speak only generally speaking when it comes to color. I'm going to leave the side of this and leave the ethnic backgrounds and things like that uh, away from this and just speak on the nervousness that comes with being a man and <clears throat> the anxiety that comes with being a man. Um, I feel as though it uh, anxiety and being a man go hand in hand, just like um, the level of what women would probably feel the uncomfortableness of being subjected. Like, obviously, I'll never know what it feels like to be a woman. I will not, and goodness gracious, I'm not going to lie. I do not blame you ladies for being on 10, for being on point, because the world is a crazy place and men are fucking crazy. So with that comparison, that's the only way, I, if I was to try to break this down to a female, that's the only way I could explain it. Anxiety to a man is the same way as you being objective is going hand to hand. I'm not saying it's on the same level. It's just like what we deal with, right? And I know, like, as a man, you don't really know how to explain to someone you're nervous. You don't really know how to explain to someone sometimes you're scared. You don't really know how to explain sometimes that, like, this hurts or I'm sure this or, like, I, I don't want this to occur to me. Like, okay, <clears throat> I do understand that we all have uh, mouths and we all should be able to speak up for ourselves. But I also do understand that we all have mouths and we all need to feed the motherfuckers. And with that being said... Um, um, no one can survive off air, okay? So, therefore, sometimes you learn to keep your mouth shut 
and just deal with things. And I hope that's not too convoluted. I hope that's not too like sparse because, you know, I know I can be all over the place. But realistically, if you think about anxiety from a person's standpoint who never really has been told that it's okay to express how they feel about something without feeling a huge amount of backlash or a huge amount of um a criticism, you can't really judge them for not wanting to open their mouths and say something about it because they're they're in fear that something bad is going to occur to them. And that's just my thing with anxiety. Um, and I know some in some ways that's surface level, but in other ways, uh, that's, uh, I don't know. In other ways, it's not surface level, and that's the basics uh, of the whole thing for someone, and that's the only thing they can't get over is they never got taught that. I can't say that's fully my experience as, like, you know, I had the grounds to kind of speak my mind, I guess you could say, as a kid. Um, And so, um, you know, for better or for worse, that was how I was raised. I can say that. Um, But... I definitely can say that I know a lot of men who be like, dog, I don't, I don't know. I ain't never, I ain't never been asked what my opinion was. I ain't never did. And, and that's, you know, <clears throat> that's, that. like I said, that's sad, dude. That's sad. But hey, in some situations that works better for them. Um, I know my anxiety <clears throat> that I know I feared from, and I wanted to talk to you guys about today before I run you guys off. And I wanted to just kind of just bring it back to you guys <clears throat> is my anxiety of the fear factor. Now, that's not the same for me personally. I feel like it's like the person who's afraid to say something because they've never been asked. Because if you ask them, then they probably aren't fearful and they'll like let the motherfucker off. Um, It's the fear factor of your own success. Now, have you ever been in a position? Have you ever been in a position where you felt like, hey, I think if I do really, really well here, my life is going to turn out to, uh, I'm sorry, my life is going to change for something better. And I really, really don't know if I want that. Well, if you haven't, then you don't know what the fuck I'm about to talk about. But if you have, sit down. There we go. Chum, chum. Sit down. <laughs> Love to talk to you. No, seriously, I would like to think that a good amount of people have been in this position before. Like, I think this is probably for the better, but I'm not sure if I really want this. Now, I don't really think you're a bad person for not being sure if you really want this. But I think you're a bad person if you just choose to let that feeling hold you back every time. Don't do that, dog. What's wrong with you, bro? Stamp out of it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, um, I relate with people who may believe that the future is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. I feel as though sometimes I look at my life and I'm very much appreciative, very, very, very much appreciative of everything that has occurred for me, towards me, after me, with me. I don't know. You name it, say it, live it, put it in a song, whatever. Um, I'm thankful. Let's put it that way. I'm just a thankful motherfucker. But I cannot say more and more over again how anxiety is definitely throttled me from being able to take a step forward and accomplish what I feel like are my own life's goals due to the fact that I hold myself back. Yeah, I think I hold myself back. I think I think we all hold ourselves back. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't think I'm the only one here, right? Tell me I'm not the only one, right? No. Nah. Ah, shit. I'm the only one that holds myself back here. Dang, that's crazy. Nah, seriously, man. Um, We hold ourselves back. And um, in some ways, it's good, though. I have learned that with self-restraint, um, 
to be chilling the fuck out. <laughs> Sometimes just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you should doesn't mean you you know you you would do good at it if you did it. And so holding myself back is more so now. Not so holding myself back, is holding me accountable. I'm not holding myself back. I'm holding myself accountable, and that's the difference that I've found in my anxiety now. Because I'm still nervous. <laughs> Still nervous. Um, but those nerves can be turned into something positive because it's like, hey, listen, do what we got to do. We do it at 110%. And we do it, you know, um, giving all we got. We can do this motherfucking thing. But <clears throat> that's that doesn't come with my fiance, uh, the aunt, she said something funny. On the other day, she said that... Um, we can't pretend like we can just make things happen like the bad news bears. And for you all who know who the bad news bears are, then you're old enough to talk to me. For you all who don't know who the bad news bears are, why are you even listening to this podcast, bro? Just kidding. But no, seriously, this ain't the bad news bears, dog. Like, my anxiety does not just go away with the sprinkle of fairy dust um, on top of my head. And I hope that did not sound any types of... Uh, um, Disrespectful because I did not mean that, but y'all get what I'm saying, bro. Ain't no no magic, no one, no spirit fingers, ain't no weird shit that just creates me into this um, individual that what I am. Like no, 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 I still got the anxiety, <laughs> but now I got the self awareness, the accountability, the um, the the um, purpose. See all these things. You see how this all went from talking about anxiety to a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, see, again, as I said previously, if I knew what I knew, which I knew what I knew back then, that was holding me back, frustrates me, but it also encourages me because it's like I was made up and we're all made up of different things, you know. But the anxiety portion was definitely something I was made up of, and it's definitely something that was made of me. Like, I did that to myself, therefore, I held myself back, and therefore, I saw other people go in front of me, and I saw people I felt that I, you know, air quotes were better than, you know, in the sense of like what was deserved or wasn't deserved. I was like, oh, dang, don't I deserve? Nope, you don't. No, you do not, sir. Where, 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 why, why do you think you deserve simply because you, huh? Oh, because your anxiety has held you back and now you're regretting things that you felt like you should have done previously in your life. You see, that's another thing I wanted to leave y'all with. If you wanted to just talk, if we could just talk about anxiety real quick from a man's perspective. How anxiety makes you so regretful. I am going to be brief with this. But I never really addressed anything about myself football-wise when I stopped playing and for you all listening to this, that doesn't matter to you because why well, does that matter to you? You didn't meet me when I played football. But for you all who knew me when I played football, you would know that that was a huge portion of my identity. And the irony was I n- never wanted it to be that because, in truth be told, I played football simply as um in. You know, unbeknownst to many of you, but your uncle... I moved around a lot, and socially, goodness gracious, man, it was hard. I mean, I think about 
Um, I'm in 10 different elementary schools. I'm just kidding. No, I went to a lot of schools um, in between the four-year span. And it was it was for the better purpose of things. But, you know, that created a gap in between me socially making connections with people. So I had to make more friends with people on the football team. And so, therefore, that's where, like, the importance of football being in my identity became a thing. And I'll get back on track. But what I'm saying is, is in playing football, the anxiety of not uh, – what they call making it, which means like making it to the NFL, always had a thought in my side of regret at one point in my life. But in reality, when I think about the anxiety that football brought on to me, I was never going to make it. You see, because the one thing I've learned about anxiety is, is that when it's something that you love, when it's something that you honor, and it's something that you want to like literally profit from and possibly die for, <laughs> possibly, um, anxiety will not hold you back. I moved to L.A. Um, on this date two years ago as I'm recording this. And in those two years, I have probably paid my rent ridiculously behind every fucking month and struggled to find something to eat at times. But I would not trade that in for the world because the things I've learned about my tenacity, the things I've learned about my levels of commitment, the things that I've been able to be blessed with, like a loving fiance, like the aunt, are definitely all worth it because it's what you call living your dream. You see, I would love for everyone personally to, I don't know, feel the feeling of living your dream, but let's be honest, man. Most people ain't going to get past that first step in anxiety.